The Western Huddle Podcast with Embers, Zave and Tom for everything AFL. Thanks to our mates at RAC Insurance. Featuring the biggest names in WA and all the breaking news. Uh, a couple of weeks off, we're back with a Western Huddle. Uh, Embers isn't here today, but X is here. Morning, X. Morning, mate. Uh, bit kicking around. We saw yesterday the news broke that the uh, they're going to change the draftees rules for the first 20 players in the draft. Yeah. They'll now be three-year deals which they think might help the West Coast Eagles with their pursuit for Harley Reid. I just think don't have a shit club, people don't leave. That's always been my stance on contracts. If you don't have a shit club, people don't leave. It's just as simple as that. West Coast record's been unbelievable. Uh, Hawthorne's record's good. The good clubs don't lose good players. It's simple. So three years, five years, two years, whatever it is, I just think that uh, keep making these rule changes. Just have a good footy club. So it's only the first 20 picks. I guess it means so they can have Harley for three. So it'd be guaranteed money. They have him on for three years, but they can offer him a longer contract and then boost up his money for year two and year three and push it out. So you could, for example, go say, we'll give you three more years on top of that, pay you a million for those three and space it out over the six. And all of a sudden you have control of an asset for six years rather than three. Yeah, no, as I said, I just, just have a good footy club. Don't be a basket case and people don't leave. I mean, Horn Francis left, and we're jumping at shadows because of that. But the deal to get Horn Francis was a good deal for North Melbourne. Like they, they got good pieces for that deal. But don't you think the clubs deserve, if you've been bottoming out for a long time, there's chances are that you're not going to be successful in the next couple of years. So don't you think they deserve some more power in to have control of the asset to help them rebuild? Nah, just be, the asset doesn't disappear. They get nothing for it. So what did they get for Horn Francis? Uh, it was the Sheasel and that kind of... They went well, I'd rather Sheasel than Horn Francis anyway, probably. Yeah. I just think the clubs deserve more... The draft is so compromised already when you have father-son well, selections that's a different and, topic. and Get NGAs. rid of academies. Get rid They've of all of go. that. Yeah. Father-sons, I, I like. Keep that. Get rid of academies. The AFL need to run the academies. Every club needs to invest time and man hours and jobs into that um, certain area. You shouldn't get access to kids. So if you're West Coast and you have the ability to take Harley Reid, does the fact that you now have him for three years over two, would that change your decision-making at all? No. 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 You'd, you'd be planning on him for 10. Yeah. I think if they've no, about- no one drafts a kid planning on having him for two years. So the number's pretty irrelevant if it's a good footy club. Yeah. I think the fear of um, players going back is just... I don't know. It seems to have hyped up the past couple of seasons. It's like all this talk about Dan Curtin saying the Eagles must take Dan Curtin. If he wasn't from WA, they wouldn't be talking about him. The projected projected pick for him is about pick five or six. Yeah. And they're talking that he might be go at one or two if they That'd do that trade stupid. with North Melbourne. Just take the best player. Just Surely take, just take the best player. Take the best player and have a good footy club. And it's it's not a tough recipe. It's a simple recipe. And North Melbourne have had trouble the last few years. Yeah. I think they're going to be a good football club. Um, the trade-off reported from Tom Morris is that the players now are going to get longer guaranteed off-seasons. Currently at eight weeks, they have to be away from the club. That was because the player managers aren't keen on these new three-year deals. It might affect how much money they can get in their back pocket. Yeah. What do you think about um, teams giving longer off-seasons? Oh, geez, they got some time off. How much? Talking how to long... some of the players, they just, they even say, "God, it's getting too long." How long did you get? Was there a like we were a back man... training before grand finals? At, really in the early days, yeah, at, at, at Hawthorne at the club, yeah, yeah training. So the eight weeks has only been a new the past couple of years. Not sure, and... but if we were if we were ordinary, Hawthorne didn't make the finals. Young kids, we weren't playing maybe or new draftees. Like, yeah, we were training before before the AFL Grand Final. So if it's eight now and say it's ten and you play in the Grand Final, which is the end of September, that means you get October, November. You're not back at the club until the end of December. 
and then you probably get a Christmas break as well. That's a long time away from the club. Mm. It is. You still have three months after that, though, to get fit, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I'd, 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 again, thinking about West Coast, having 10 weeks off those kids is not beneficial. Yeah. No, they should be training and trying to improve. So when you leave a club, say, for the Eagles, they wind up their season, are they all given individual programs to go and work on and expected yeah. to come back at yeah, a certain standard? Yeah, expected to do your exact – virtually you're expected to do the running you'd be doing next week, your mate, anyway. So there's the session's there to be done. But, yeah, it's done. not everyone does it. Because obviously they'd be set by Warren Cofed, who's now leaving the club, yeah, and they was, they've just employed um, Matthew Innes, who was a former state cricketer JL, here yeah. in WA, and he's coming across from the Western Bulldogs. Would he have any say now? Would he be like looking at those? Yeah, things that'd be his program, adjusting already. and stuff. So he would yeah. have already had input into that. Even it wouldn't though, be Warren Cofed's program, so it'd be his, even though he wasn't officially yeah. announced. Yeah, really, absolutely, that would be his. Interesting. Yeah. So he's working for the dogs, but still doing programs up for the West Coast players. Oh, is he still working for the dogs? I think it's happened now. He's because well, yeah. From now, now on, he'd be doing everything. Yeah. So now yeah. he'd be going and trying to change. No, you don't get up. you don't get your hundred days um, grace. It's like game on, game on. So Gov's away. going to Doha. Elliot Yo's going to Doha, and I reckon Harry Edwards is going to Doha. Yeah. And we saw that Caleb Sarong from Frio is going to America, America because one of their guys has a link over there. Yeah. It's becoming more and more kind of um, common for players to seek out. I guess, in that eight weeks off, a bit of extra kind of training. It's like the rich get richer a little bit, I will say, because if you can afford to go spend two weeks in a high-performance camp and whatnot and pay 30000 40000 bucks or whatever it costs to do it, I've got no idea. <clears throat> At first, second, your player can't afford that. and that, But that can't come out of the soft cap, right? That's the player play, paying for it themselves. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah. If, so if Govan are going to Doha, uh, is that? that yeah, that, that's a, that's a, that'd be on Gov. To pay That'd for be it. on Gov, yeah. yeah. If it was in season and it was like a push to get him ready for a grand final or something, that'd be a club payment. Because like, there's no way they'd be able to afford the... I mean, it's probably 100 grand for three of them to go. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, they're expensive, whatever they are. So then that's why it eliminates the young the young battlers to get that leg up because they just can't afford it. Yeah, well, Caleb would be on plenty. A um, couple more things happening at West Coast. We saw the, the list changes last week. So I think there's, there's about nine changes now. Not enough. Not enough. I think we've gone enough. Yeah. Or was it... It's hard to make more than that because they don't have the draft picks or the players to fill it up unless you went and, I mean, I think they should just rookie six players and hope that one of them turns out to be good. I agree. I just, yeah, I reckon if you can get 15 kids in, get 15 kids in. Because that will eliminate the problem they had with like someone like Nick Martin, who they trained with him but couldn't find a list spot for him, and now he's one of the top five wingmen in the game. Yeah. Take- uh, I've said to me, Nick Martin was a different player at Subi than what he is. Of course he was. Yeah. But if you had, say, five or six spots where you could just take swings at players. Oh, and- I'd be swinging. At- and well, hope. Wouldn't swing on people who play basketball and we think they're going to be the God's gift to, you know, because they can slam dunk or whatever. Just go get footballs. Yeah, and there's plenty of 18-year-olds that for whatever reason, especially over the last couple of years with COVID, that haven't had the great 18 carnivals that by the time they reach 21, 22, yeah. could be different players. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, the nine, because you're including in there three retirements too. Yeah. So you're telling me only six players need to, weren't at the standard of AFL football. Yeah, well, definitely they're keen to move on Luke Foley because he's the one that might have a bit of talent. I think he wanted his name out there early in case he can try and get another gig. Yeah. And then they just went bang and, and chopped off the other five with West and you know, that's six. It's not a great... It's, it's not. So it looks like Witherden's going to get a new deal if he hasn't already. Yeah. Um, they're working out the Waterman deal, which he thinks could be two years. What do you think about... Do you think he's worth two? I, th- I think he wants uh, more. No, I would No. Jake Waterman's a, a ripping guy. They, those guys, the, the 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 whole playing group should be 
on ones. Just hoping for one and seeing whether they can improve. Like they, they lost five games by 100 points last year. Yeah. So Jai Carley's been offered one as well. Fair. Fair. He's coming back off a ACL, though. He won't be back until the middle of the year. Yeah. So he probably gets, you know, a few games to kind of prove his worth. Yep. Um, what about Don? I mean, it's, uh, you can't carry people at West Coast these days. Yeah. And that's why I wouldn't be handing out multiple year contracts. The, the downside to that is that your waffle team is going to get obliterated again. And they were awful this year and awful last year. They're going to have a new coach because Rob Wiley's been moved on. Can you? No, I think Rob Wiley's caught it. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. So Rob Wiley's no longer the coach. So they need a, a new young up-and-coming coach that's invested in development that's really keen and wants to, and wants to do it if they have you know 10 or 12 players and you know really super young kids they're going to get um beaten by a lot again can you afford to have a waffle side as your development side getting smashed every week yeah he's got to get better that's like billy brown's advice to young oscars be better like yeah you're out for football so you can't get smashed every week you got 15 listed players playing yeah, just be better. I think we saw Hamish Brayshaw wrote in the paper today. Went won a Sandover, and you know he just kind of wrote, "Well, I could have played AFL. Even if I did play AFL, I still would have been no good." Yeah, well, he, he was built. He, he he's built for waffle. Yeah, bit of a tractor. You know those sort of Greg Clark and those kind of yeah. players, which are yeah. su- super waffle players. But- Look great at waffle level, and then drop away. So he's going to be a fair recruit for Subi again, I imagine. Greg Clark, Greg Clark yeah. yeah, and Connor West will go back to West Perth West and that Perth. kind of thing, yeah. um, fill them up. Um, the Eagles are on the hunt for a new CEO. What did you think about the press conference uh, that Nizzy did uh, last week announcing that he'll be stepping down? It kind of, to me, seemed like there was nothing in it. We already knew that he was moving on. No, not much in it. We, we being West Coast, uh, oh, I think the only club in the competition where we find the CEO- On the board? Newsworthy, no, Newsworthy. Yeah. Name any other CEOs. Well, I think the others, because they have a, a, a fan-elected president, right, so they can actually, you know, the fans can kick up a thing and, you know, look at Carl with Luke Sayers yeah. and that. They can move that. Over East, no one cares about the CEO. Yeah. No one cares about any CEO at any club. Like, you literally shake hands when you see him on a flight, maybe going to an away game. Yeah. That's the extent of the relationship. Nizzy has a bit more power at West Coast than, you know, yeah. other clubs. No, so. no, but it's the only club. So Nizzy's moving on, which is great. He's done a wonderful job. Yeah. Um, but the next CEO just needs to be a CEO and just run that side of the business. And then lead the football to... To the football. So that's Gavin Bell, who's in charge of the football club. Uh, is he footy development? Yeah, uh, footy operations. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. I, I, just, just the CEO. I remember we used to have a CEO used to come down the rooms and shake everyone's hand before the game and stuff. And it was like, come on. Come on, mate. Leave us alone. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just think they do a wonderful job of CEOs in their actual roles. Um yeah, they like love footy. That's why they're CEOs of footy clubs. But yeah, they're probably more off field than on field. I'd imagine. Um, this is a West Coast heavily focused podcast because there's obviously a lot going on with West Coast compared to Fremantle at the moment. Um, they talks a new CEO could be a former great of the club in Don Pike, who yeah. is in town at the moment uh, on holiday. He spoke to the media and said he's interested in the role, having discussions. What do you think about Don Pike being? the CEO of the West Coast Eagles. So Pikey, obviously premiership player times two at West Coast, mm-hmm. uh, grand final coach at Adelaide. Uh, was a coach for us on 2015, grand final season. Uh, he, he So he's a successful coach. He has made a lot more money out of business. You know what he did as a business? I think Norwegian Energy or something like okay. that. So he's got the runs of the board, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, massively. And you think that if he's talking about it, then obviously- So Don Pike doesn't need footy. Doesn't need it. Okay. Like, that's why I remember him saying, like, he could have easily stayed making massive amounts of money doing what he It's a doing. passion then, right? So he's... Correct. Yeah. And that's why when he came back, it was a passion. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pikey, Pikey's a good operator. Yeah. 
you you think that if he's talking about it in um at airport door stops, he's a fair way along the track. I think, of, I think he probably will be announced as a CEO. I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good to have someone from you know being at a couple of other clubs outside yeah. the club to bring in a fresh set of but eyes. But again, his, his role is the business side of it. Like, just get it humming. Don't. Don't yeah. step on the football no, side, even though you've no, got just, that kind of input. You can. Well, he, he probably can a little bit, of course. But, uh, yeah, you just don't need CEOs in, in amongst the footy all the time. All right, bit of player stuff to finish up on. Uh, reports the Eagles are interested in Matt Flynn. So 26 free agent Ruckman from the Giants. He was um, overtaken by our big, big Briggsy, went past him. 33 games, last three seasons, will cost them nothing to get. At the moment, the Ruckman on their list are Bailey Williams, Callum Jamison, and young Harry Barnett. Oh, I'd get him. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't think he's great. I don't think he's a star by any stretch of the imagination, but West Coast are going to battle next year, so you might as well have more support. Bailey Williams, I thought, tired at the end of the year. He started well, but then tired. Uh, he's your Ruckman as well. That's probably a question that needs I think, to be answered by the footy club. Uh, Simo's spoken a couple of times. I think he's a forward. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe so they need Flinney in there just to fight the bullet and take some of the hits. Because Bailey, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I thought he actually finished quite low on their best and fairest. I thought he would have finished higher than what he did. Yeah, well, I think when he lost, he lost big. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was Arthur or Martha. Well, he's right at that age now. I think he must be, what, 23? When he... They've got a lot of players that are at that age where it's go time. It's go time. Uh, so we'll see what happens with him. Um, and just finally, the couple of trades we think are still going to happen, Brockman, Robertson, and Granger Barras is the interesting one. I'd go after – I wouldn't go after, but if Denver was thrown in for a late pick, I'd take him. Okay. Pick, so they, pick six. Yeah. Worth a look. Okay. Because they've got a couple of picks. I think one in the 60s and one in the 70s, which are, which I think in this draft won't even get used. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I would probably put my hand up and say, well, let's have a go. Let's have a go. One year with uh, maybe incentives or something. I, I don't know. There might be a market out there for Denver Granger Barras and we're underestimating it. But if maybe I'd, I'd – Offer one year plus incentives. Okay. And we'll finish up with this. I was reading an article this morning about Melbourne and how they fixed their footy club. There was talk they should, you know, maybe go for a Tom Hawkins or something yeah. like that. The last thing it said was, and you've been you've mentioned this before, should they make a play for something like Oscar Allen? And he is one year left on his contract. And the trade that was suggested. Yeah. So if you're West Coast and you're Don Pike and Melbourne, I call you up and say, We'd like Oscar Allen, I'll give you five, thirteen and 24 for Oscar Allen. And those picks will become 7, nah. 15, and nah. 30. Nah. They'll drift back a bit because of the, the Gold Coast Yeah, no, nah, have another go. Well, that's oh, all they've I've got. Said, I've said with a make-believe trade, like a, we did a make-believe sort of thing. Yeah. yeah we'd, outrageous trades or something on a podcast. Yeah. And I said, look, if Damien Hardwick knocked on your door to keep King happy at the Gold Coast and said we'll give you pick 6 or 5 or whatever they've got and we'll give you our first round of next year... I'd I'd do it for two two top tens. I'd do it for Oscar. Yeah, mate. West Coast just need as much young talent as possible. He's yeah. twenty five. Oscar, um, he's not playing finals till he's in his thirties. Yeah. West Coast are miles away. You just need as many kids as you can. I wouldn't just load them. They, 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 it's an outrageous it's thing. Trade. An outrageous. Yeah. It's it's obviously because he's their asset, right? He's the he's only the, one. Oh, he's the only one they've got. He's a Correct. superstar forward who kicks you know fifty goals in a team that, yeah. that got and it's that, if week. you were. Um, yeah, a team that finished low, but you showed you got kids that are showing plenty and um, you had two 25-year-olds that were injured all year. You'd go, great, Oscar Allen's untouchable, which yep. he is at West Coast, obviously, because they're not even thinking about it. But it's that dire with 100-point losses. Is there nine in two years or something? Yeah. Like, 
there, there's no, their talent is very, very thin, and he's have to do something. He's the one. Right. Whether you split pick one or whatever you might do. Uh, and just finally, congrats to Triple M's own Caleb Sarong. Took out the Doig medal. Yes. Uh, sensational year. Great uh, year. I think you'll poll high in the Brownlow too. Cause I they win 10 games. Yeah. I don't think Andy will poll many votes. I think in their wins, he might get six or seven best on grounds. Yeah. So he's probably going to poll in the mid-20s. Um, yeah, just not enough wins. He's a Brownlow type player. Caleb, in the future, but they need to win 14, 15 games. All right, cool. That's us done for the Western Huddle. We'll be back again next week. We'll try and catch up and see what's happening in the uh, finals and the draft space as well. The Dockers are roaring back into this one. That's all from the Western Huddle this week. Listen Tuesday next week for your dose of everything AFL. 92.9 Triple M, Perth.